Welcome to the Fashionpreneur Podcast, where we offer bite-sized, actionable episodes on trends and strategies you need to know for a lasting fashion business. Hey there! What if you could gain loyal customers that would come back to your store again and again? As soon as they thought to purchase a new pair of jeans or a new pair of shoes, your store or brand is the one that came to mind. Today I'm going to show you how you can get loyal customers who come back to your business again and again. I'm Kat Rosati, fashion and retail business strategist at Apparel Booster. Today on the Fashionpreneur Podcast, I'm going to cover how price and value are driving retail sales and how you can use it to gain new loyal customers in your fashion business. In 2017, we saw several economic gains that we haven't seen in years. The stock market had several record-breaking days, businesses starting to employ more people, our unemployment rate is down. As consumers' income started to increase, they started to gain more confidence in the economy and they started to spend more. We ended 2017 with an increase of 5.9% in holiday sales, e-commerce spending rose 13.6%, and in-store sales rose 4.2%. This is the best that we've seen in years, and this trend is expected to continue throughout 2018. In 2018, we're expected to find 4.7% increase in sales overall, and e-commerce is expected to rise by double digits again at 16%. So consumer confidence is up, consumer income is up, consumer spending is up. How do you get a piece of that post-holiday pie? Well, it all comes down to price and value. A recent study from the International Council of Shopping Centers shows that the majority of adults are loyal to brands and retailers because of price and value. 92% of customers said that price is what keeps them loyal to stores and brands, and 79% of customers said that product quality is what keeps them loyal to stores and brands. We're starting to see a shift away from overpriced brands where the only thing that the customer is getting is a brand name. Consumers are starting to demand quality for the price that they're paying. They want to know, you know, how, what is the value that you're offering me? And I don't want you to think of value in terms of price. It, this is not a commodity market where you have to charge the cheapest price in order to capture the sale. It's how do you justify that price? Are you offering a solution to a problem or are you offering a superior quality? You know, and what is your customer service like? Customer service is just as important as ever with 62% of consumers saying they're willing to pay more if their shopping experience is customized to their personal interests. Uh, We see this all the time when we place an order online, we add something to the cart, we go to check out, and then we see recommendations based on the things that we ordered. There are entire companies whose business ideas revolve around this. You have Stitch Fix, who learns what your personal likes and preferences are, and then they put together a package of, you know, clothing items, stylist stuff, and they ship it to your house once a month, and you don't have to think about it. It's that convenience of, it's done, Uh, they just ship it to me and charge my card, and I return whatever I don't like. Um, so this idea of, con- of convenience shopping, um, we're actually learning is a premium. And it's very interesting because this is actually the reverse of what we've seen in the past. It used to be that everyone would base things based on what's called keystone pricing. 
And that's where you take your cost of goods and you multiply it by 2.2 and that's your retail price. Well, it because of the Keystone pricing and the lower costs of goods associated with running an online store versus a brick and mortar where you have to have, you know, insurance, you have to keep the lights on, you have to pay your employees, um, the costs were much higher for running a brick and mortar store compared to running an online store. And so for a long time, retailers had the cheaper price online um, because of those lower associated costs. And this is why I don't really believe in Keystone pricing. I think you end up leaving money on the table because it doesn't take into account factors that allow you to charge a premium rate. Um, and that really you can charge that premium rate when you are offering some kind of a service that takes away um, a, a hassle for a customer or your product quality is you know really superior. So now we're starting to see retailers are starting to catch on to the fact that, you know, hey, if my customer, if I'm saving them the trouble of having to get into the car, put gas in the car, drive down to my store, you know, look at the items that I have on the shelf, find what they want and check out. If I save them all of that time and hassle, I'm actually giving them a, a premium service just by having an online store. And so we started to see it this holiday season where you, you started to see more online prices being higher than that of the brick and mortar. And it's because of that convenience factor. Um, you know, 65% of customers said that when it comes to uh, apparel and footwear brands, they're more loyal to a national brand over a local brand. And the biggest reason is convenience. We see this with Amazon Prime. You pay a membership and you get to order whatever you want from Amazon's site all year long and you get free two-day shipping. So you get quick shipping, you don't have to pay the expensive pr uh, shipping prices and you, you know, you get that benefit. Target has a subscription service where you take all the items that you order on a regular basis, say your cleaning products, your toilet paper, your, you know, makeup, skincare, vitamins, all of that stuff and you put it on the subscription service, not only will Target sh ship it for free from their distribution warehouse to your house, they're also gonna offer you a 5% discount on that. And that's because of that convenience factor. So Target gets the security of, hey, you're gonna buy from me and not from my competitor Walmart, and I have secured the sale, and I know that every you know, four to six weeks the, you're gonna order you know, vitamins and you're gonna order your foundation and your face wash and all of this. Like They know that they have that sale from you. Um, but as the consumer, it's also that ease of mind of, hey, I don't have to go out to the store to go and run and get all these things. Um, you know, Target knows that I need this every four weeks. They're going to charge my card and they're going to ship it to me. Um, you, we're also seeing this with Amazon, who quite frankly has turned the retail industry on its on its side um, with same day delivery. For me, I live within uh, a really close distance to a distribution center. So if I order off of Amazon's website before a certain time every day, uh, I can go ahead and I can get that delivery the same day. So it's that convenience factor. And this is especially true if you're trying to capture sales from the millennials. They're used to technology. They've grown up with it. They have very, very busy lives. The more convenience factor that you can offer them, the more likely it is that you're going to capture that sale. And as 
uh, our lives get even busier as technology continues to change. Um, the retail landscape is going to continue to change and it's going to be more about how can you solve problems for your customers and not just offer that product. And we're starting to see things with mundane tasks, even like grocery shopping. Um, you know, I, if, I don't if I don't want to, I don't have to go to a grocery store anymore. I can order online and Instacart delivers it to my house within an hour. Um, you know, if I wanted to, then I can grab my two kids and I can go with my grocery list and my coupons and everything in hand. And I can, you know, go through the aisles with my kids yelling and screaming in the background. Hey, mom! Like, you know, if I really wanted to, but I, <laughs> if I really don't want to deal with that, you know, I can enjoy more time with my family. I can order online and Instacart will deliver it for me. And it's offering those kinds of convenience factors, um, for in your business that are going to help you capture that sale as our retail sales are expected to increase. So I know a lot of you are small brands and small retailers and you're sitting there going, yeah, but I don't have the means to get all of this done. I mean, these are these are huge services. You know, I, I can't afford to hire a delivery driver, um, you know, to offer a delivery service. Um, I can't afford for an expensive app that's going to meet my customer where they're at. So how do I capture all of this? So I'm going to tell you what this means for your brand and how you can get a piece of all of this spending and having that combination of, of value and price um, as soon as we get back. I will give you the breakdown of what it means for a retailer and what it means if you are a designer. So sit tight and I will get back to you with all that in just a minute. Hey there, thanks for sticking around. So what does all of this mean in terms of pricing, quality, uh, value, and convenience if you're a retailer or a designer? Well, if you're a retailer, it means that you're going to want to make sure that you're offering quality goods. It doesn't mean that you can't be a discount retailer and offer a $5 shirt. It just means make sure that your $5 shirt is really a $5 shirt one that we expect that we can wear a couple of times before it starts to wear out. You know, it'll last a couple of months and then we throw it away and it's not a big deal from a consumer standpoint because we paid $5 for the shirt. What you want to avoid is you don't want that $50 shirt that has the value of the $5 shirt. At that point, you start to create customer um, distrust and they're going to stop shopping with you. They're going to go find somebody else. Uh, which brings me to my next point, which is if you're a retailer, you really want to make sure that your pricing is on point. And for a lot of you guys, you know, I, I, I know that you guys have seen this where you go to the trade shows, you're at Magic, uh, you see, you know, a pair of shoes and you go, oh my God, my customer would absolutely love these. And you're looking at it strictly from an aesthetic point of view. And you go ahead and you bring the item into your store and because of the cost and what we consider keystone pricing, you know, you guys have always been told you take your cost, you multiply it by, by two and ta-da, there's your retail price. And that's not really the way that it works. You bring that shoe into your store, you know, say you're trying to charge $48 for that shoe. And in your consumer's mind though, because they're taking a look at the quality of it, it's a $30 shoe. And so it doesn't move. And then you discount it and you discount it further and you discount it further until you can finally get it to move out of your store. So in the meantime, you know, you're losing money that 
item is taking up a lot of space inside of your store. So you want to really take a look at the items that you're bringing in. You know, do they give you your pricing on point? Um, and the way that you do that is when you're at these trade shows, uh, the question that you're going to ask yourself is, what is the most that my customer is willing to pay for this item? And you really need to be honest with yourself here. And that can be hard if you don't really know who your customer is. You really have to get a good handle on who your customer is and see things through their their eyes in order to determine how much that you can charge for that item. And then you go ahead and you do the math backwards. And if you end up with at least that, you know, 60% markup, then hey, you're good. Like that's a great item to bring into your store. Not only is it going to give you the profit margin that you're looking for, but in terms of your customer, it's going to offer, you're going to bring in more consistent um, items in terms of quality, value, you know, what it is that you're offering in your products, which is going to help bring in more customer trust, which then they're going to go ahead and, and be more loyal to your store and shop with you more often. Um, so the, you want to make sure that you have that. And that question again is, what is the most that my customer is willing to pay for this item? Um, so get really clear on that. And then you're, if you're a retailer, the other thing you're going to do is you're going to want to offer the whole outfit. Yes, you can be a specialty store and you can sell just hats or you can sell just shoes. Uh, but a great way to make more sales, and you're starting to see this in, in some of the uh, specialty stores, is they're starting to offer more of the lifestyle of that customer. And that's not only because then you offer the convenience part for your customer. They don't have to go to multiple stores in order to get everything they need. It's also a great way for you to make more sales. So offer the whole outfit, not just the shoes or the top. So if you're bringing in a pair of bottoms and they're basic bottoms, Make sure you have a couple of different tops that pair really well with those bottoms and showcase it. Put it on a mannequin. Show it for your, you know, online in your store. Um, you know, it's styled so that your customer can get an idea. You know, put a hat with it. Put a pair of shoes with it. Put a, a, a necklace with it. Put the entire outfit together. If it's a men's outfit, you know, have the shoes, have the pants, have the top, you know, have the belt, have the wallet, have those things and sell the entire outfit and not just the one item. Um, it's a great way to make more sales and then you're also you know, servicing your customer and the fact that they don't have to go to multiple places, they don't have to shop multiple stores online, they don't have to drive around town to multiple stores in order to complete that look. They can do it all with your, in your store. Um, the other thing is think of ways that you can offer convenience for your customer and this doesn't have to be super expensive, high-tech stuff. Um, a lot of you guys are operating in WooCommerce or Shopify. Well, if you want to compete with the big guys, you know, offer, you know, pick up in store. It doesn't have to be something super complex. I mean, this could be something that you advertise on a banner on your website, and then you go ahead and you add it in as a shipping offer inside the checkout. So your customer understands that, you know, hey, you offer it for them to pick it up in store. Ideally, you guys should be offering, you know, your your POS system should tie your bridge, your online and your offline together, not only for bookkeeping reasons, but also for inventory management. So with a service like that, all you have to do is add in another shipping option and have it, you know, a zero cost shipping option and it's pick up in store. You see the order come through on your POS system and, you know, then they can pick it up later when it's more convenient for them. They've already paid online. All you have to do is package it up, make it pretty, and you've gotten, you know, you've served your customer in a better way. 
Um, another way that you can do this without being super high tech or expensive is through automated messages on Facebook Messenger. Take the most common questions that you get from your customers and put in automated responses to it in your Facebook Messenger. Um, you know, and these are all things that you can put are great things to put out into an email campaign to your customers saying, hey, look what we've done to make your shopping with us that much easier. Um, if you're running a system like WooCommerce or Shopify, there are plugins you can use to even do automation for your customer returns. And this way it is, you don't have to handle it. A third party is handling it for you. So that way it's not more that you have to take on as a fashion entrepreneur. You don't have to hire more staff. Um, these are little things that you can do to better service your customer and get that customer loyalty. Um, if you're a designer, this means that you need to make sure that the products that you're offering have that combination of quality and price. So again, this isn't, you don't want to outprice yourself so that the retailers don't want to pick you up because they can't get their profit margins. So you need to be really conscious of the price that, that you have on your goods. So again, this is not taking, this is not taking that $50 t-shirt and having it be the quality of the $5 t-shirt. The days of being able to take that $5 t-shirt, slap on a logo and charge 50 bucks for it are gone. You really need to be conscious of the quality that you're having going in, into your products, the type of textiles that you're using. Um, on the other hand, and I've done this with uh, an athletic line that I was working with, um, you can because of certain premium uh, factors that are in textiles, you can actually end up having a larger profit margin if you can solve a problem for your customer. So for example, I was working with this athletic line and they really liked a particular look um, that it was a t-shirt that Nike was doing. And they wanted to do their own version of this Nike athletic t-shirt. And because they were a startup, they were looking around, they had a small budget and there was a certain point that a certain price point that we could not exceed in order to meet minimums on production. So we couldn't create the shirt that, that the way that they wanted that was their version of this Nike shirt. So we went and we kind of start, we knew that the biggest thing we had to do because the cut uh, the uh, cut and sew price was going to be the same, but the textiles were too expensive. And it was a very, very nice textile, athletic textile that had a wonderful feel, a wonderful hand to it. So we went looking around and we actually ended up finding a different supplier that would work with the minimums that we wanted to work with actually had other properties in that fabric. Um, you know, one of them was a bamboo anti-wicking uh, uh, material and another one was had charcoal in it, which both help with sweat and body odor, which are important things when you're working out. So we ended up finding these other fabrics for suppliers that, you know, would work with the minimums that we wanted. And we ended up offering a shirt that was better than what Nike was offering. And then because we had those elements in our design, we were actually able to charge more for the shirt because it solved a problem for our customer. So you really need to make sure, don't try to do the Keystone markup, don't try to do any of that. Really take a look at you know, what kind of combination of price and quality are you offering for your customer? Now, at that point, my client had one of two options. They could have either 
gone with their original price and at which point then they're upping the quality and keeping the price the same and their profit margins would have been totally fine because it was all within the budget that we had originally worked out. And then they could have gone and said, hey, we're the value brand. You know, we have awesome quality and we don't have the premium price. Or they could elevate their positioning in the market and they could say, no, we are the premium brand and we do have the premium quality and we're going to charge the premium price. But that's a really good position to be in. So if you're a designer, these are the types of things that you're really going to want to take into consideration moving forward because the more of that quality and price combo that you can offer not only to the customer the end customer but if you can have those margins in there where the retailers are going to want to pick you up the better off that you're going to be and the more you're going to be able to scale your brand as we continue to move forward in this this changing retail climate so just a really quick recap just real quick summary what we went over today is consumer spending is on the rise Consumers are looking for a combination of price and value when they're buying goods. They're really looking for the convenience factor. The more that you can offer the convenience factor, the higher price that you can charge. Um, They're looking for your pricing to be on point. Don't offer the $50 t-shirt with the $5 quality. Your product needs to offer quality and you need to need to need to offer a superior service. So that's what we went over today. I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, we are on anchor.fm specifically so that you can call in with your questions. Let me know what problems you would like to have solved for your fashion business by calling into our station on anchor.fm. You can find us online at anchor.fm slash fashionpreneur podcast or by searching for us in the anchor.fm app. Thanks for listening to the Fashionpreneur Podcast from your friends at Apparel Booster. For more tools and insights to help your fashion and retail business, visit apparelbooster.com. 